When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and television obsessive. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. I tried to avoid watching the president on television, but once upon a time, getting to see the US president talk to you in your own home was pretty novel. In fact, the first time a president even gave a televised speech from the White House was on October 5th, 1947, when President Harry S. Truman told Americans to try to conserve grain and other food to help war-torn Europe. Not a lot of Americans even had TVs then, so they probably missed Truman's big moment. Still, it kicked off decades of televised speeches, some good, some bad, some very bad. But let's reverse. The ways in which presidents have spoken to their constituents have evolved considerably over the, uh, centuries. George Washington's main way of communicating was by giving speeches. Notably, he gave Congress an annual State of the Union, as mandated by the U.S. Constitution, and the speech would be written up in the newspapers. Abraham Lincoln communicated with the public primarily via debates, which were held in public and also written up in the newspapers. William McKinley, our 25th president, was sort of the first presidential movie star. He filmed his campaign and a reenactment of himself receiving the Republican nomination, and also filmed his inauguration. Meanwhile, Teddy Roosevelt had the benefit of being president right when newspapers started getting mass-marketed, and everything he said ended up getting splashed on every paper. And cartoon. Perhaps the most famous presidential communicator was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. During Roosevelt's presidency, the majority of Americans had radios in their homes, which meant Roosevelt was able to communicate with them directly. Considering the amount of turmoil happening in the country while he was in office, the Great Depression, for instance, and World War II, Americans really benefited from his regular radio appearances. Over the course of his 12 years in office, Roosevelt gave 30 fireside chats, which were basically like pep talks. The chats were intimate and reassuring, and Americans often felt like they were having a warm conversation with the president during an otherwise turbulent time. Roosevelt was also the first president on television. In 1939, Roosevelt was broadcast at the World's Fair in New York, but Americans weren't even able to get televisions until 1938, and they certainly weren't everywhere in 1939. So people didn't really see him. By 1947, there were at least some more TVs in Americans' homes, though they weren't actually widespread until the 1950s. Still, some thousands of households were TV-equipped, and so President Truman's advisors decided to put him on TV. At that time, Europe was still recovering from the devastating World War II, and Europeans were suffering from famine. Truman had implemented a post-war economic recovery plan called the Marshall Plan that aimed to get Europe back on its feet 
and also to stop the Soviet Union from swooping in and spreading communism across the continent. This was a plan with an agenda. Truman was worried the famine in Europe would hamper its recovery and that it would fall to the communists. So he gave a televised speech urging farmers and distillers to use less grain and also asked the public to cut back on their produce consumption. He wanted this to be done on a schedule. On Tuesdays, he asked people not to eat meat. On Thursday, no eggs or poultry. And each day, he asked people to save one slice of bread. This particular food conservation program didn't last long, which was probably to the relief of Americans who were just coming off rations from the war. But the televised speech was a big deal. Truman televised all of his subsequent speeches, and television became an important and complicated part of the presidency. In 1960, television pretty much cost Richard Nixon the election. He was running against John F. Kennedy, and they squared off on the first televised debate on September 26th. Kennedy looked young, handsome, and composed on TV, while Nixon looked pale and sweaty. Kennedy ended up winning, and historians were pretty sure it was because of how everybody looked at that debate. Television also meant some really bad speeches got more attention than they might have with just a soundbite. For instance, in 2004, then-Vermont Governor Howard Dean tanked his own presidential campaign when he let out a weird, yeah, at a concession speech after losing the Iowa caucus. The so-called Dean scream went viral, and Dean only lasted for a few more primaries. And in 2008, Republican presidential candidate John McCain said in a televised speech that the fundamentals of our economy are strong, right as the country began to enter a recession. The election ended up being won by Democrat Barack Obama, and experts say it was McCain's speech that assured his loss. Now, of course, presidents have an even more direct way of communicating with the public. Twitter. You don't need to ask a network for airtime when you have Twitter at your disposal. Though, maybe it would be better if you did. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And now for our fun music fact of the day. On October 5th, 2003, Beyonce started a nine-week run on the U.S. singles chart with Baby Boy. The single, which featured Sean Paul, was off of Beyonce's debut solo album, Dangerously in Love. Previously, Beyonce was a member of Destiny's Child, which was super popular in the late 90s and early aughts. But Dangerously in Love, along with the Billboard chart toppers Baby Boy and Crazy in Love, cemented Beyonce as a solo artist. Destiny's Child ended up breaking up in 2006, but Beyonce's power has just gotten fiercer in the years since. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to go into my own photo archives and see what I was up to on an October 5th in my life. Oh, okay. I have a photo here that it probably doesn't even seem obvious if you were to look at it and what it actually is. It's just a photo of me with my hands in my face in disbelief. And um, on October 5th of 2018, I had just started working with my managers and they entered me in this thing that Taco Bell has every single year called Feed the Beat. And it's this program basically where Taco Bell chooses different artists to support and um, talk about basically on their own platforms. And I just got it. And I had 
just gotten a text from my managers being like, congrats, you're in the Feed the Beat program, class of 2018. And I was like, what? Okay, that's so cool. And I feel like that is obviously the start of my journey as a as the Taco Bell girl. So um, yeah, that it all started on October 5th, 2018. And that's all for today's episode of 365 Days with MXM Tune. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you like it. And if you want to keep up to date on when there's new episodes and what they're about, make sure to follow on any social media platform at 365 Days MXM Tune. I will talk to you tomorrow. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough Gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365